Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. So one quick announcement before we take a deep dive into spin class and what that has to do with inner monologue, punishing ourselves, and how to practice being human, because obviously. (laughs) So I was wondering, would you do me a favor? When you listen to an episode of TrailerCast, would you screenshot it and share it on social media? And, And here's why. One of the things I am working towards in the new year is spreading the word about this podcast and specifically what people are doing in response to what they learn or hear. So I need you. If something stands out to you or affects you in some way, would you just mind sharing it and tagging me in it at Elise Snipes Collective? I would absolutely appreciate it. Okay. Thank you in advance. (laughs) And moving on. So last week I went to a spin class and not just any spin class, We're talking 5.30 in the morning spin class. Okay, this is where like the serious spinners, worker-outers go. Now, let me preface this real quick with, I used to go sometimes very sparingly to the 9 o'clock spin class with my friend Erin. And we would just sit in the back and gab and... We, we didn't take it seriously, okay? we just sit back there because that's how we roll. And the teacher would literally be at the front and she would be yelling like, come on back row. If you're talking, you're not working hard enough. And we would giggle because we sucked. And <laughs> we just weren't serious enough to be in the class, clearly. And this was nine o'clock, okay? The 5.30 crew are already so much more serious because it is literally dark outside and they are willingly awake and at the gym. So these are like not my people by nature, but in this season, I have been trying new things and really trying to be open-minded. So at zero dark 30, I am just cursing under my breath as I enter the gym. I am so tired. I just walk by the front entry guy and he like says something to me and I don't understand English this early. So I just like smile and keep walking and then he says something to me again, and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> so I stop and try to listen, and I realize he's trying to tell me, um, excuse me, ma'am, you need to check in. <laughs> I'm like, right, yes, yeah, totally. I just blew right past you because I don't know what I'm doing here, <laughs> so thank you. And I finally stumble into the spin room, grab one of those super heavy bikes, drag it to the back where I can hide in peace, and people are already in there riding their bikes, Okay. And I'm like, aren't we going to be doing enough of that like in this next hour? Like, what are you doing already on your bike and riding? They're already like peppy and hoppy and gingerly on their bikes talking to each other as if they were not the most like uncomfortable contraptions in the entire universe. Clearly, I'm like bitter bill in the morning. I adjust the settings on my bike, climb on, and the teacher walks in. And you guys, 
She is ripped. <laughs> ripped and beautiful. So I'm like immediately impressed and terrified and also totally regretting my decision to try this class. And so I'm like shrinking even further into the corner of the room. I am so far out of my league here. It's not even funny, but I am trapped, like literally clipped into my bike, surrounded by this group of like overly enthusiastic morning spin people. And there's nothing I can do about it. And the temperature of the room changes immediately when she gets there. Like people straighten up and spin faster and they like try to make eye contact with her and they say all those weird gym people things. And, and I get it. I mean, she's something else. She's like poised and kind and serious and real. She's the kind of person you can feel like and like sees right through you when they look at you. And like strong AF. So don't know if I mentioned that yet, but she's ripped. <laughs> So she gets us like moving and then comes around to each person to collect their ticket. And then she like intensely like looks each person in the face, in the eyeballs. And she's a kind of teacher where automatically like demands your respect, but in like this nice way. <laughs> so I already like pledged my allegiance to her. And then she tries to take us through 30 minutes of straight hills because this is the 530 class. She's telling us like what's ahead, calling it out, instructing us to turn up the gear and to show up and make it count. And the rest of us are all like these awkward baby ducks following her. And she's this graceful swan making Everest status hills look like bunny slopes. And she's just up there breathlessly like killing it. And the rest of us are just like huffing behind her. <laughs> so at the 45 minute mark of this class, I am barely hanging in there when she tells us, you know, we're just going to finish up with some sprints today. <laughs> what? What in the actual hell? <laughs> How is this ride not over yet? So I'm sitting here thinking, is there, can I just like fall off my bike? Like maybe if I have like an emergency, then I can just excuse myself. When she pauses, she looks out at us and she says, you guys, this has been a hard year for me. And we show up here not to punish ourselves, but because we can. I immediately burst into tears in the back row because I'm a giant baby and I'm probably dying from exhaustion. But her words like cut me because I had been really not only considering this class or expecting this class to be punishment, but I was experiencing it as punishment. I mean, I actually felt like I was being punished for something and mentally had prepared myself to do so, like showing up there, like work hard and stay in shape and push myself and be gnarly with these other people. And, and she just like calls it out and blows it up. This isn't punishment. We're here because we can be. So here's the thing, and this is the real thing. We don't need to punish ourselves to perform better. We don't need to punish ourselves. See, life kind of gives us enough knockdown moments. I don't think we need to add anything to that. Not at work, not in our relationships, not in our health, and surely not in our pursuit of mental health. See, listen, the fact that you are l even listening to this podcast proves your effort, desire, curiosity to feel better. So don't heap punishment on your head as you seek these things, okay? 
So literally, like from this moment forward, you just don't get to do that anymore. In my work, day in and day out, I get to hear people's inner monologue. And it is one of the top things that grieves my heart is hearing how people talk to themselves. It's mean, cruel, it's dark, it's downright rude. And I feel protective of my people. I feel like maternal towards them. And so when I hear this type of talk, there's like this part of me that wants to say, hey, no one gets to talk to my people like that. Not even you. And I mean, think about it. If you overheard someone talking to their child the way your inner monologue sounds, you would be disturbed. You might even call social services because it's not okay. So think about yourself that way. From this moment forward, you do not get to talk to yourself with cruelty. You don't get to punish you. And this is just the sphere of self-talk. You also don't get to punish yourself by restricting, by isolating, by overindulging, by taking yourself out, by hiding, by self-sabotaging. You guys, this behavior is so common. And so no more. Punishing yourself is not a productive way forward. It is a hidden practice that so many people engage in. So then what, right? If I pull the rug out from under you, then what? Like, what, what do you get to do then? What do you replace it with? I'm going to break it down for you in a couple ways. And the message is apparently brought to you by the letter P, because when I was thinking about all of this, I wrote down these six words. Punishment, prove, perform, person, process, practice. So, you see, most people are rooted in some form or combination of the first three Ps. The cycle of punishment where they feel not good enough, so they punish themselves with a dark inner monologue. Or they apply this idea that all work must feel like punishment or it doesn't count. And they push harder and harder and run themselves ragged because hustle. You guys, we have to stop the madness on this. We are inundated by messages of extremes and hustle and strive and earn and more. And I'm going to blow this up for a minute. It's not about the hustle. It's not about the hustle. It's about what you already have. And people don't like to hear this. Because honestly, sometimes we like to earn things. But if all you have is strive and work and earn, you'll have nowhere to put what you get and no one to share it with. Okay, don't get me wrong. I am all for loving what you do and doing what you love. I'm a working mom with a million ideas and a lot on my plate. But this is the thing. There's no more that work equals punishment or that self-work equals punishment. We can show up to our life because we can without it having to feel like this extreme gauntlet that we're all like racing ourselves or each other. There are other ways to pursue work and freedom. There are other ways to be free in what we do without this like super intense critical cycle and inner experience. The other and next dreadful cycle is that proving ourselves. So let me ask you these two questions. What are you trying to prove and to whom? Think about it. Either as it pertains to your work or to your parenting or to your dieting or to your clothing, whatever sphere you're in, what are you trying to prove 
and to whom? When we feel like we have to prove ourselves, we become inauthentic. When we don't know who we are trying to prove ourselves to, we just blow aimlessly in the wind, trying to win everyone over. So like the good prophet Missy Elliott directs us, take this, flip it, reverse it. What do you want to prove and to whom? Try know who you are and be that. Then you will have nothing to prove because you already are, regardless of who's watching. Boom. (laughs) Next P, performance. When we think of our lives as a performance, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have to be a certain thing. And we can get trapped in this idea of putting something on so that others see what we want them to see. And I am not even referring to social media in this. I mean like regular old life. You don't need to perform for anyone, least of all yourself. So stop. And this is where the other three P's come into place. This is the how. Your mindset can be this instead. You are a person not a product. You are in process, which is not linear, and the goal is not perfection. You're just practicing. So relax a bit, yeah? These three words, person, process, practice, let these guide you into a perpetual realization that you are already well and well on your way. Step out of the cycles of self-inflicted punishment and trying to prove your worth or performance-based relationships by remembering that you are a person, a human being. We can't fit you into a box or measure your value or predict outcomes or sell you. Stop applying business concepts to your personal self. Allow you to be in process. And don't freaking rush it. (laughs) The journey you are on will not always make sense to others most of the time, and sometimes even to you. The goal of process is to just be along for the ride without the diehard vision of a finish line. We can stay in motion but be kind to yourself along the way. It's like downshift a bit, you know? Remember you're just practicing. You don't have to get it right the first time. It doesn't have to happen a certain way. It's just practice. It's not the big game. So relax. If you were here with me today in the trailer, I would want to know what cycle struck you as we were talking. Like what stood out to you? What made you emotional? What disrupted you? What made you frustrated? What did you want to know more about? What made you feel seen? And then, of course, after I peppered you with a million questions, I would want to know what you're going to do about all that. Because the point of us talking here isn't just to listen, but to allow these words to graciously move us to a practice of good living. So what you're going to do? How are you going to put these things into practice this week? Remember, We don't show up here or anywhere for punishment. We show up because we can't. Okay? Good. Now go get your practice on. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. 
If you are interested in beginning your own work in therapy or coaching, you can go to www.elisesnipes.com. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Snipes Collective, where I will be sharing more with you throughout the week. You can get in touch with me to suggest a topic for the show or to ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered. Or just say hi by emailing me at elise at elisesnipes.com. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.